0: to another episode of No Interruptions. With your host, I'm Bars. I'm Jabra.
1: And I'm Bilal Darwish. The play-in is over. The playoff bracket is set. And we dove into our predictions last week. I chose Milwaukee versus the Phoenix Suns. And Phoenix Suns to take it. Bars and Jabra both had uh, Brooklyn coming out on top. So there's a lot of action going on in the NFL. The NFL draft is, is in just two weeks, April 28th. No Interruptions crews, very excited about that. And the latest news. Did you guys see Kyler Murray said he's not playing another snap in Arizona until he gets a contract extension? Whoa, what a turn of events. There's been a lot of heat going between them. Bars and Jabra, what do you guys think of Kyler Murray's choice not to play until he gets a contract extension?
2: Let me tell you something that I like about the players these days. They put themselves first. I've always said this. Always put yourself first because the team will throw you away if you are damaged goods And I do not blame this man going into year four saying hey I've performed I've gotten injured on the field for you guys, but you know damn well. I've led you to the playoffs. Now. Where's my money? All right You know, they're not gonna find anybody like him Not anytime soon. It's really hard to go out there and find a quarterback and Arizona. What are you doing? You haven't even offered this man a contract I mean, what's going on? Do you just not believe in the guy? I mean, he's led you to the playoffs. I mean, he had a hell of a MVP first half of the season last year before he got hurt. But you just can't let a franchise quarterback go. And you don't want to make things sour with your franchise quarterback. You have to go out and you have to pay the man. And if you don't pay the man this year, who knows if he's looking to leave after next year.
0: Yeah, I mean, reports came out that Kyler's agent um, took the took their offer off the table, so they're not even they're not even in talks anymore. Um, there's no contact, no dialogue between Kyler and the Arizona Cardinals. So I mean, a lot could happen. And if you're Arizona, Kyler Murray came in and turned that franchise around. They were at the bottom of the league. He comes in and they're a playoff team. Obviously, they haven't won anything because he hasn't been able to stay healthy, and that may be the reason that Arizona is not ready to pay him yet. But if you're Kyler Murray, yeah, go and get your bag. I mean, you can't fault him for that. But at the same time, Arizona has to make a decision because if you want to pay this man and he can't stay healthy, that's going to set you back for years to come. But at the end of the day, I mean, we're Bears fans, and we know more than anybody, quarterbacks do not grow on trees. And if you have one in your backyard, you don't let him out. See, you guys brought up
1: two. Both of you brought up a very huge point, and that's health. What's the best ability? Availability. So right now, I'm the general manager of Arizona. Why would I give you a contract extension right now? I have rights over you for the next two years. You have that fifth-year option. You're under contract. You come like a professional, and you play because you're under contract. And if you prove it to me next year that you're the guy and you can stay healthy, I'll pay you your money. And if Kyler really knows that, you know, if Kyler trusts his ability, he's saying, okay, the cap space is going to go up. And regardless, like you said, quarterbacks don't grow on trees. So whatever happens, if I go out and prove myself once again, I will get that contract extension. And on top of that, I'll make more money. What did we see in Dallas? When Dak Prescott broke his ankle, and by the way, he was a professional. He played on a franchise tag, but he he bet on himself. Despite the broken ankle, he came back, and they gave him that $75 million signing bonus, and they gave him a huge contract. And another thing is, he needs to be healthy for, for me to put my trust in him. If he comes back next year and he's not healthy, well, you know what good does he do me? Because he's not going to play. He's never on the field. And another thing is, Kyler, I, he's phenomenal. He has great ability. He shows flashes. But what has he really done in the league yet? He still has not won a playoff game. Two years ago, he was, what, 6-2 or whatever. He blew it. And then the Chicago Bears, Matt Nagy, once again, they snuck into the playoffs and they blew it to him. And that's what I'm trying to say. You still have to prove it to me, Kyler, that you deserve that contract extension. And if you really think you're that guy, come back and prove it to me. And you'll get that extra, you'll get more money. The cash base is going to go up. And usually someone else will get paid and the new market will be set.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you look at the Ravens, Lamar Jackson is in a similar situation where they're not talking about a contract extension. But at the same time, Lamar has a different mindset of, I'm going to go bet on myself and I'm going to get paid. He's going to get paid more money. And, And you respect that because he's willing to go bet on himself. But at the same time, maybe Kyler and Lamar has won a playoff game. He's done way more than Kyler in this league already. He's had more accomplishments. A hundred percent, I agree. And maybe the reason Kyler wants to make sure he gets his bag and he want and he gets paid is because of his injury history. And he he's maybe he's thinking if I go down again this year, are they are they going to want to pay okay. me? Okay, so. Right
1: now, you're a general manager of Arizona. You know he has this injury history. Are you going to rush to sign him right now ASAP? Because in the back of your head, this guy might not be healthy again, and I paid him all this money. What do I do
2: now? Okay, but at the same time, you look at it like this. We talked about it. Franchise quarterbacks do not grow on trees, right? Exactly. Okay. And obviously, if he's healthy next year, and he's mad next year, and he plays amazing, and he says, I am not signing a contract with you. I will not sign a contract with you. It's either you trade me this year, or I'm gone. You just lost your franchise quarterback right there. So at the same time, he said he's
1: not playing until he gets a contract extension. So he won't come back and play lights out like you said. Okay,
2: but there's also teams out there that will take him in two seconds. Okay, and if he's not playing for Arizona, what what good does that do Arizona? They go back to the bottom of the barrel because they don't have another quarterback just sitting on hand. So that's why I say I like that the players have their leverage, and when they go out and ask for a contract, and you don't want to give it to them, guess what? You're entering the final years of your deal. You want to sit out? Okay, go ahead, sit out. You're not doing that. That team's not doing doing any better cuz you're sitting out. You're the reason that this team is back where they are, back in the playoffs, and you have progressed every single year. So, get your back. And you know what? He's been injured, but he's been healthy in the playoffs last year. He didn't have DeAndre Hopkins, didn't really have much weapons, but and they've lost to the defending Super Bowl champions showtime in LA, right? I predicted that. Okay. So there you go. He lost to the Super Bowl champions. It's not like he lost to some scrubbed up team but in the playoffs.
1: He, if he's that guy who's asking for all this money, he's that contract ex- he wants that contract extension. I need him to go out there and to beat those defending Super Bowl champions. Why aren't we the defending Super Bowl champions? Kyler, if you're that guy and I know and you can stay healthy, why can't you beat the Rams? You know, we were in first place for most of the for most of the year. Why did they lose first place, Jabra? During the, throughout the season there was a lot
2: of injuries going on throughout the season. not just who, who, him not just but him he was
1: one of them and a good yes. quarterback can play through the injuries and lead the teams to the playoff but you and just win. said
2: if you can if you held accountable if you're injured and you can't play right
1: no I said the best availability yes best but you also said if you're is, out
2: there then the fault's on you obviously he I felt like that. he couldn't play to his best potential and he couldn't no? help his team win i no,
1: remember last year we were arguing our top five quarterbacks and then we said we asked the question if you can choose a quarterback to uh, build around, who would you choose? You chose Kyler, and I chose Herbert, because we said we couldn't choose Mahomes.
0: I
2: picked Josh Allen.
1: Okay, and I, <laughs> and what did I tell you, Jabra? I don't fault you for picking Kyler, but what's my one problem with him? What did I say?
2: I know, he has an injury history. So,
1: so thinking right now, you're the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. You're going, to have some, you're going to be skeptical a little bit. You're not going to be rushing to give him a contract. You're going to want him to play one more year to but show But that's that he the whole thing. The
2: NFL is a physical game. And the players know that if I get injured, this team will dump me in two seconds. So let me get my contract because I know another team will pay me that and, contract. And
1: most young quarterbacks, the exception is Patrick Mahomes. But people say that Patrick Mahomes is on a, a GOAT trajectory. He deserves to get paid after three years in the league. Are you telling me that Kyler Murray is Patrick Mahomes? No. Well, a lot
2: of players have been getting paid three years after their, their thing now. No. It's it's a common thing. That- it's
1: only the only people that have been getting paid after three years so far have been Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Those were top five quarterbacks in Josh the Josh Allen. Okay, but Josh Allen's also arguably a top five, and he plays. Josh Allen has been, has been showing the most availability. He's there when you need him. Kyler has not shown that I could depend on him. When we were talking about potentially getting AD in a trade, Bars loves AD, he wants him so bad— what did I, why did I say, you two, you agreed with me. Why don't we want AD to come to Chicago?
2: Well, obviously, it's injury history.
1: Exactly. So you want to pay him all that money, and there's a good chance he won't play half but, the games. But
2: AD's had injury history for his whole career. What does Murray have? He still got paid his money, didn't he? Has AD gotten paid his money for being injured all this time?
1: Yes, he has. Okay, I, okay, there I'm you go. I'm just saying it's not he, right. I, if I'm a GM, I'm just, I don't agree with it. I'm speaking on behalf of the Arizona Cardinals. I see where they're coming from.
2: Okay, but at the end of the day, see you have, have a quarterback too. who's completely skilled easily top five talent in the league he says give me this contract you're what not going to negotiate this top you're not, five talent do you you can't play in the he's game he's played most of his games you're not going to negotiate even in the slightest
1: no i wouldn't i would negotiate and okay his, so
2: you wouldn't negotiate he
1: still hasn't shown me anything he still has to go out there and win a playoff game damn it you've been in the league for three years you choked a six and two a six and two record lead
2: we talked about that being injury okay. as well
1: Exactly. That's my point. And then last year, we were first place and we choked it. By the way, I called it that that the Rams were going to come back and they were going to win that division and win the Super Bowl, but that's a different topic. And why did they choke it? I told you, Jarber, I do not trust Arizona. Not because Kyler Murray can't play ball. It's because he can't stay healthy. If I'm going to give a guy all that money, I need to know that he'll be there when I need him most. You know, I'm very hard on Josh Allen, but that guy... He has grit. He goes out there and gives it his all every single game. Patrick Mahomes, he had that one injury, but he has been playing uh, most of his games, and he's there when I need him. Tom Brady's always there. Aaron Rodgers is always there. You know, knocking on wood, Justin Herbert has been always there. These guys, I know that they're going to stay healthy, knock on wood for all of them, and so, I know let me I can pay them.
2: Let me, let me ask you a quick question. You know Kyler's good. You know he's led you to the playoffs and all that.
1: He's led me to the playoffs once and he's not won a playoff game yet.
2: Doesn't matter. He's led you to the playoffs and your team is and significantly he played terrible. Your team terrible. is significantly better with this man on the field. You're going to get him mad this year, knowing that next year he might not want to re-sign with this team because you decided not to pay him. You're not even going to negotiate with the guy? You're not going to talk to the guy? I'll talk to, I'll talk to the guy. But I'm going to tell him, "Look, bro, you you need to
1: you need to show me another year and if you you bet on yourself and you prove that you're our franchise quarterback. I'll give you the the I'll give you the stars and the sun and the moon. But you need to come back and show me
0: and get us a playoff win. You still have not proven that you deserve that money yet in the league. Listen, the problem with Kyler Murray is what a is, playoff game. It's not even it's not even that he hasn't stayed healthy because if you look if you look at the stats, year one he started all 16 games. Year two he started all 16 games. This past year he started 14 out of the 17 games, but he had, he's had some nicks and nacks that have allowed him to play hurt and kind of held him back where he played really well in the first half of the season, but the second half of the season it kind of they took a step back. And it's another thing, yes, back half of the season he's not been playing that well. Exactly. He's been kind of choking. Exactly. So what you want to see out of him is play a consistent year, but at the end of the exactly. day, but at the end of the day, you look at the NFC, it's wide open right now. And Kyler Murray, like we mentioned, he's only played three years in the league, so he's still getting better. So if you have a franchise quarterback, obviously he needs to stay healthy. But when healthy, he's an MVP candidate. And he's arguably a top five, top seven quarterback in the league. You don't let that guy walk away. Especially in the NFC right now where it is wide open. I mean, who do you have in the NFC? You have Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and that's about it.
2: And they're about to leave soon. So where does that leave you? And they're on their way out.
0: So you have one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. When healthy. And the NFC, the man.
2: And the NFC is wide open. You do not let him leave. Exactly. You do not make that man mad because you know that all he needs is one healthy year. And I bet you, I bet you he will get his healthy year sometime soon. And you will see that full potential. And guess what? When you see that full potential, and if he's not happy with you, and he's going to leave you, then guess what? You're back to square one. You don't have a quarterback. So that's why I say these guys, they want their money. And I do not blame them for wanting their money. Why? Because this league is not guaranteed, and you get paid for your performance. And if your performance looks damn good, then you go out and you get your bag. And this might not apply to
0: every position in the NFL, but quarterback, the most important position in all of sports, if you have that guy on your roster, you do whatever it takes to keep him in house. Exactly.
2: Just like the Chicago Bears. When have we had that guy in house? Why aren't the Arizona Cardinals looking at all these teams that have had quarterbacks year in, year out, year out, and they just can't get it right? That's the thing. You have to get it right, and when you have it right, you got to make sure it stays right, and you got to make sure you treat that man like he is like your best friend. Okay, you guys are telling me that Kyler is this stud,
1: and I still have to see more out of him. I don't think he's proven enough that he's gonna be that elite uh, quarterback yet, because he still. What's your number one criteria for elite quarterbacks, bars? You always tell me this every single day. What do they have to do? Winning. They have and has Kyler been doing that?
0: No, but he's only he's only okay. been in the league for You're three years. For three. You know what I mean? I, no. Matthew not, Stafford, right. your your quarterback, Matthew Stafford never won a playoff game up until he went That's to the league. How, how many years has he been in the That's league a different for? topic. But what I'm saying is Kyler Murray has shown flashes. He's shown it. Okay. He's shown that he could be that guy. Has Justin Herbert won anything yet? Is Justin Herbert asking for a contract extension?
2: He will be next
1: year. Okay, next year if he goes. So next year if Justin Herbert goes and he lays an egg and he doesn't uh, perform and doesn't and chokes a playoff game, I will say he does not deserve a contract extension. So he still has to show more. If Justin I'm an Herbert, objective if I'm an objective evaluator of the game and if Justin Herbert goes but, and but he's already if, he's already in if your he top lo- 5. If he loses the first he's round in
2: your top 5 and he has even won anything yet. He has not so even made the playoffs right now. You-
1: if Justin Herbert asks for an extension right now, I say Justin Herbert, cool it man. You will have your time, but it's not time for you to get paid yet. So what you I, t- t- I would not want Justin Herbert to sign an extension what, right now cuz I don't think he deserves
0: it yet. What what you're saying is if Justin Herbert plays like an MVP player they Next make year. it they make it to the playoffs as a wild card team and they run into the Kansas City Chiefs in the first round and they lose and Justin Herbert struggles in that game and he's he wants to get paid you're not willing to pay him so because they ran into a team that was better than them. that's, that's, that's the same, same exact situation they ran into the LA Rams which is a better team the most complete team in all in the whole entire league the ra- and they won the Super Bowl
1: Arizona they had a great defense their defense was also injured. The Rams
0: had the best defense in the yes. league, the best wide receiver in the league, no, he the has best pass rush which, in the league.
1: He, Justin Herbert wants his money. He has to lead the Chargers to their promised land. I don't say he has to win a Super Bowl, but he has to continue putting up the numbers that he's putting. And Kyler Murray has not putting so, the so, he has not been putting uh-huh. the numbers. Justin Herbert is way better than so Kyler so this, Murray.
2: Did Deshaun Watson warrant that contract extension after three years when he didn't he win won, anything? He
1: won a playoff game. He won
2: one playoff game. Okay, what but has he done me, since? Win me a went, playoff game. He went four and twelve his last year in the league. So, I, so win a, me a answer, playoff
0: game. Answer my question. And is Deshaun
1: Watson? Is Kyler Murray that, that close to Deshaun Watson? I think Deshaun Watson is way better than Kyler Murray. The last, last time we saw him, I think Justin Herbert is way better than Kyler Murray. If,
0: if the Chargers run into the Chiefs in the first round and take an L, and Justin Herbert struggles in that game, are you not going to pay him?
1: Let me ask me that it's question. It's a yes or no question. Ask me that question when we get there, and I'll give you a full answer because I can't speak of what ifs. I don't know. How, how well did he play? What I said he if do? he plays
0: like an MVP player so, throughout, throughout the season. I don't, if he plays, they have some. Up, they have some ups and downs. Think, they struggle a couple of games, but at the end of the day, he gets you into the playoffs. And you I think, a team as I think
1: Herbert has, been sh- has shown way greater potential and has way better natural ability than than Kyler Murray has. But back to, my, I wanted to ask this question a couple of minutes. So ago, It's I, not about winning I now, now. it's a
0: talent to, thing for you. That's that's why you your don't criteria, Bart. I'm,
1: I'm speaking on your logic. You always. But say you told that, me you weren't
0: going to pay him if he wasn't if he hasn't won a playoff game. He has to win a playoff game. So it is about winning.
1: That's part of the that's part of the equation. But I got, let me ask this question. Uh, so,
2: But not all quarterbacks will win in their first three, four years in the league. So co- it takes a guy's- Come back exactly. one more year. Come back two more years. He, he struggled the first half of his all right, look, I ask this question? Okay, if Kyler Murray,
1: you guys both believe he's that dog. He's that guy. He's a top five talent. I don't think he's a top five talent anymore.
0: And I don't know if he's top five, but I think he's one of the better quarterbacks okay, in the league. Okay, if Kyler
1: Murray knows he's that guy, I'm that dog. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be an MVP uh, contender. I'm going to lead my team to the promised land. And... I know I'm going to stay healthy. Why not come back another year, prove yourself, and get paid even more money when the, the new market is going to be set and probably the salary cap is going to go up. Why don't you bet on yourself like Lamar Jackson did and Dak Prescott did? Aren't you better than Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott? If you are, why don't you come back, show I mean, them who's boss, and get paid even more money the and make... And make and make the Cardinals even eat more money and pay you more why not the, the if market, he's that man.
0: the market has already been set Josh Allen has gotten paid Patrick yes, Mahomes has gotten paid Deshaun Watson has gotten paid what Lamar Jackson is gonna affect your contract no he's not you, you saw it, what the top it does, yes it will if Lamar Jackson gets paid fifty million dollars then that's the new. I market. I don't think Lamar
2: Jackson gets paid as much as these other guys though. He's not getting he's not getting the money but that if Mahomes. He's, if and... he's
1: better than Lamar and he gets paid X amount of money, he should by default he should get paid more money, but, right? But what
0: we're saying is the market has already been set. with Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, um. Who am I missing? Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, they all got paid already. So yeah, the market, those are has the market been, setters. The market has been set for the quarterback position. Those, those are the top you know three. what the seller cap is gonna be. Exactly. So he know he knows what that price is and he, he wants to get paid the same way Mahomes got paid, the same way Watson got paid, and that's the thing way. about Mahomes this league. is
1: on a goat trajectory; he deserves that money. Kyler has not shown that trajectory that Patrick Mahomes already displayed, that Deshaun Watson already displayed, that Justin Herbert is already on his way to display.
2: Justin Herbert hasn't even made the playoffs, so how I said did he? On display? his way, I said on his okay, way. So he and, didn't and so is it. Kyler. So you're saying I don't exactly.
1: think Kyler isn't that echelon? That's my that's my opinion. So so when that's he my was, opinion. When I think when Kyler was, is healthy, when he's I'm healthy, stay, he's when as he was talented. healthy, he wasn't
2: one of the best. He has to
1: stay healthy. Trying to tell you guys, he does not stay healthy. The best avail, the best ability is availability and durability, and Kyler Murray does not have that right now.
2: So, just because he got injured a couple times, little that's, things. That's important, Java. Okay, but still, you got to remember, at the end of the day, he's showing that he could be a and top his, five quarterback injuries, in the league.
1: His injuries derailed their season. Last year, they lost first place. That's and- exactly
2: the point. They derailed their season. So, without him, you just show that
1: you're bad. I, I, I get it, but... If you keep getting injured, my season is going to keep being derailed. I mean, I De- need, sh- I, need you- I need you to come back and show me that you can stay healthy for a year. And DeAndre lead us Hopkins is the a- first place. He needs to get first place. You know, at least try. Last year, that was one of the worst playoff performances ever. He looked like Carson Wentz when he threw that thing up in the air in the end zone and they got that pick six.
2: They were he down was, like twenty. He was
1: playing terrible. At least play. Okay, fine. Don't win me a playoff game. How many times is Mahomes don't force me- it downfield. Don't win me a playoff game, but don't lay an egg in a playoff game. At least.
2: By your by your logic, there's going to be a lot of good quarterbacks out there that aren't going to get paid year three. That are going to want out year four. There's a lot more people in this league that have noticed now that hey, these teams don't give a crap about you. That if I that if they don't pay you this year and you and you aren't performing to the level that you want, they're going to screw you over next year and say nah, we're not going to pay you that much. So by that standard, these players want to get paid now. And how could you blame them? And I'm telling you right now, it's not it's not about being
0: better than the player that got paid before you. It's about the next man up. And we've exactly. seen it before. When Aaron Donald got paid the highest defender, defensive player of all time, Khalil Mag the next week got paid higher than he did. Is Khalil Mag better than Aaron Donald? No, he's not. But he was the next man up for a contract. Same way with Deshaun Watson, how he got paid. Is he better than Patrick Mahomes?
2: Absolutely not.
0: But he got paid more than him. So, again, it's the next man up. That The market has been set, and he wants to get paid. You know I, know, I
1: get everything you guys are saying, and I see where the Arizona Cardinals are coming from. And I, I support that. But I see where Collar's coming from. He wants to get paid. But, you know, like I said, if you're that guy, bet on yourself, come back with it, and then get paid more money. You know, you'll be the next man up. Because maybe there'll be a new man next man up that sets the new market, and you get paid you get paid more than
0: him. Yeah, and I want to talk about our guy, our quarterback, Justin Fields. With the draft just two weeks away, the Chicago Bears have three picks in the top 71. Co- my head coach, Matt Eberflew, said that he believes that Chicago Bears could get three starters with their first three picks in the
2: draft, as you expect in the top thirty rounds.
0: Exactly. That's what that's what the hope is. That's what you plan. Um, he said that Justin Fields is, is his team, but what I want to see is I'm go out and get him help. Are there any guys that you guys are eyeing that could potentially come in and help Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears take that next step on the offensive side of the ball?
2: Yeah. So like, there's a couple of guys that I actually wanted them to target into the second round, and that'd be like a George Pickens, Sky Moore, Christian Watson type of guys. Uh, Sky Moore smaller, but George Pickens and uh, Christian Watson are big dudes. But Sky Moore is just like a, a different type of animal. Uh, I like the bigger receivers right now just for the sole fact that we got our, our slot guys kind of like smaller guys in and Mooney and, uh, and Pringle. But I think in the second round we have to go with, with the receiver. I think uh, no matter what, whether it's the first one or the second pick in the second round, that receiver is definitely a big thing. We got to make sure we get him one more weapon because you got Mooney. Uh, Pringle will be an okay slot. You got uh David Montgomery and you got Cole Komet, who actually looks a lot bigger right now. I mean, did you see that guy's picture? Yeah, he's a tanker right now. Huge. You fill in one more receiver, a big guy, go up and get a type of guy, and I feel like you have enough weapons on the offense to at least see what you got. And then also with the other pick, I'd like to see them go O line and then wait till cornerback in the third round, and you know let the cornerback compete with Thomas Graham, see what's going on there. I, I don't want to see, I don't care too much about the defense right now. I care about Justin Fields, and. The other day we saw something, Mike Florio. Shut your mouth, all right? We don't want to hear that. Oh, they they're looking to move on because what cap space did this team have to go sign one of these top tier receivers? If Christian Kirk's gonna pay twenty million a year, you're not gonna go waste some money on these guys. Oh, and then oh, they didn't really support him on the old line. Well, you had you had an offer sheet out for Ryan Bates. It didn't work out. You can't just keep go. You can't just go overpay guys when you don't have the money to overpay them.
0: No, exactly. You, c- you couldn't go out and pay a guy like Ryan Armstead because you're you had. To- pay a bunch of other guys. You had to fill out your roster. Yeah. So even though you had, what, $25, 30000000 in cap, when you have 50 players that you need to sign, like you're not going to be able to pay one guy $20, $30 million.
2: Exactly. So I don't think that he's seeing it like the way we're seeing it. It's like if you like looked into the cap, I mean, they got $16 million in cap to spend right now. You're going to have to reserve some of that for the draft, and then you got to reserve some of that uh, for just filling out your roster. You might be able to sign one solid player to a decent-sized contract, but that's about all you can do right now. So you have to just look at it in the fact that, like, this team has a lot of holes, and they have to go at least, they have to put guys on the field, basically. And you can't put guys on the field if you're going to go pay somebody this year $20 million.
0: Yeah, you know, and in regards to the wide receiver position, I mean, I agree 100%. I want to see them draft a wide receiver in the second round, and then maybe get another guy in the later rounds. But definitely go out and get that big body wide receiver, like you talked about. Um, Christian Watson is a guy that I really like. I think he's got insane potential. He's 6'4", 210 pounds. runs runs a four three six forty times. So he's got speed. He could go up and get it. He's a big guy. George Pickens is another guy that I really like. Six foot three, two hundred pounds. runs a four four seven. So you have these big body receivers that are also fast and can, can take the top off of a defense. That's a quarterback's best friend. So go out and get Justin Fields. One of those guys. Alec Pierce is another guy that uh, could be a steal, maybe in the third uh, or fourth round. Um, Jameson Williams, they said that he might fall into the second round, but, I now, doubt it. I but doubt now it but he now reports. Are, 10 now now wow. reports wow. are coming wow. out. Yeah, now reports are coming out that he may be the, the first receiver taken off the board. So I don't I don't see him slipping. He gets
1: comparisons fir- to Tyree Kill that he's great in space, a great deep threat.
0: Yeah, so. I mean he's 6'2 and the dude absolutely flies. I mean if you watch his tape, the guy runs. So listen to this.
1: Todd McShay's recent mock draft. So he projected that the Bears, they might trade. Um their second round pick to the Falcons and then they'll get their second round pick also later on. And um so they're kind of like switching on some package deal because they might be eyeing a quarterback because they know that Marcus Mariota isn't the answer. So they might go for Howell from North Carolina or they if, or Matt that's what I was gonna say next. Matt Corral, if he's available, but the Saints might take him. So you know that might be an option where we trade him and we get like another draft pick in the second round. And it's projected that those people that's going to be available in the second round come time the Bears, they might take um, the offensive tackle from uh, from Tulsa. His name is Tyler Smith. And yeah. then later on in that second round, they might go for the wide receiver. They project that who's going to be available is uh, Jalen is uh, Tolbert from University of South Alabama. They say he's very fast, he's re- He's really good in the open space, and he can make plays. So these are probably the projections. These are the people that, that the uh, draft experts are projecting that the Bears
0: are going to get. Yeah, I mean... I, I think definitely the priority is wide receiver and offensive line. And the head coach, Matt Eberflue, on the, said on it the, on the radio show the other day that um, they're, tar- they're targeting – that is a deep draft at wide receiver, offensive line, and you also mentioned defensive back. But I, I do want to see them attack the offense um, with their second-round picks. And like you mentioned, maybe they could trade back because they don't have that many draft picks. They could trade back and acquire maybe another second-rounder or another third-rounder mm-hmm. and just, um, just try to get Fields more help. But at the end of the day, definitely go out, get that big body wide receiver, um, maybe draft a couple linemen because you know Tevin Jenkins, Cody White here, and um, who was just signed, Lucas Patrick, those, those three are guaranteed to be starters, but you don't really know what's happening on that right side of the offensive line. So you definitely need to draft offensive line, go out, get wide receiver, and hopefully um, that'll help the offense and Justin Fields take that next step in his career. Yeah,
2: and another thing that I like that I saw that obviously we have to be caut- cautiously optimistic about is uh, – their excitement that Justin Fields was able to get the playbook down, you know, really look smooth in that offense in their voluntary minicamp. So that's also a good sign, and you really have high hope because you know Luke Getz is as a guy who's highly touted in the league. So you know he's going to set this offense up to to work around Justin Fields, unlike the guy before us. You know, the the one who no, wants to know what all the whys are. Yeah, you know, you hear what Justin Fields said. He
0: um, Matt Ibrahulu said that Justin Fields is very comfortable in the offense. Yes, I remember Matt Nagy saying that. Three years. It's, yeah, it takes three years for a quarterback to get familiar with <laughs> his offense. So, so that's definitely uh, something that you'd like to hear that um, Fields is already feeling comfortable in that new offense. It's a uh, quarterback-friendly offense, and again, you still need to go out and get him help. You saw, like we talked about earlier, when DeAndre Hopkins went down, Kyler Murray struggled. Yeah. it's important to have that yes. big dog at wide receiver, and the, and
2: every every team that that has a uh, A quarterback that plays well, they always have that security blanket receiver tight end that they go to. Like if it's it's a George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, you're talking about DeAndre Hopkins, you're talking about like uh, AJ Brown with Ryan Tannehill, Calvin Ridley with uh, Matt Ryan, stuff like that. You know, they all have that guy that they go to. uh, Devontae Adams was for uh, 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 Aaron Rodgers and Mike Evans, Tom Brady. You know, they all have a guy that they go to when they're in trouble, a guy who can go up and get it. So that's what you want to see with the Bears, somebody who. When Justin Fields is in trouble, he's like, okay, it's a 50-50 ball usually, but I trust my guy, so I'm going to say it's a 60-40, 70-30 ball, which all these guys have.
0: And and that's exactly what general manager Ryan Pohl said. A quarterback's best friend is having that wide receiver that can get him out of trouble. And you like Mooney, you like Cole Komet, and we're high on these guys, but at the end of the day, you still want to see him go out and get that big body wide receiver that could play opposite Mooney and just, again, make Justin Fields' life easier.
1: Yeah, they uh. It's a very It's gonna be a very interesting draft. I'm very excited for April 28th and then the next day to see who the Chicago Bears are going to get. But we're a week into baseball and Chicago sports have been doing really well. My, my, my white Sox have started out uh, five and two despite all the injuries. I'm proud of them. Uh, Bars and drawout, what's your take after one week of baseball?
0: Yeah, I mean we, we haven't really spoken about baseball yet, so I kind of want to talk about the guys that were here before uh Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez all leaving in free agency, Kyle Schwarber also getting paid. And I would have liked to see them keep at least one of those guys. I mean, Rizzo signed a two-year old did, did you
2: see the report that uh, came out today that Javi Baez they said he was like 5 days away from making a deal with the Cubs? I didn't even see that. Yeah, that just came out today. He he actually came out and talked about it that they were like they were in talks and like they were like 5 days away and that he was actually ready to come back.
0: Was that before the holdout?
2: Uh I don't remember what the date said, but he did he did say that uh that Impacted his decision. No, I'm just saying, like, he said that happened.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would have liked to see them keep one of those guys. Rizzo signed for a two year, $32 million contract, so that wasn't even like over the top money. But at the yeah, end but of the a day, a lot of
2: these guys got paid less for the sole fact that the lockout happened and they yeah, were just looking for someone to go. That's true.
0: And at the end of the day, I mean, like, when you when you look at the Cubs team that won the World Series, you had these big hitters like Rizzo and Brian and Javi and Schwarber. But really, what, what the X Factor was on that team is you also had Ben Zobrist and Dexter Fowler that could get on base. And when you have someone that could get on base and all of a sudden it's a two-run home, two home run or a three-run home run as opposed to a single home run, that allows you to win games and you put more points on the board. So when those guys left, I feel like that kind of hurt the Cubs because you had these guys that were like, all right, we're going to go for the home run and we're not really getting it on base as much. So, and like, again, when you, when you start struggling and the bats go cold, that's going to hurt you when you're not getting, when you're not getting on base. So they kind of, re, kind of rebuilt the team. And, uh, I like see Suzuki. Uh, he's impressed me, but do I see this team making the playoffs or making a run? I don't. I still think, uh, there are a couple pieces away. The pitching looks solid, but at the end of the day, I don't think they're a team that could legitimately make some noise in October.
2: Yeah. So I agree with you for the most part. Um, Man, Say Suzuki is just one hell of a player, man. The, you know the guys only swung and missed four times so far in, in uh, these six, these seven games that they've played. That he's only swung at five. Or he's only uh, he's only swung at five balls outside of the strike zone. And this this is like, and this is like kind of a trend for the Cubs team right now. Like they're not swinging outside of the strike zone. They're taking their walks. Whereas last year. There was so many strikeouts. It was so hard to watch, man. I couldn't, exactly. I couldn't bear to watch you, that.
0: You had all these guys that were swinging for the fences, and you didn't have guys that knew how to consistently get on base. And that, again, that goes back to when Dexter Fowler and Ben Zobris left. That really hurt this team because you didn't have those guys that would consistently get on base. So then when you had a home run, it was a single home run instead of a two-run home run or yeah, a three-run home run. Yeah, and, and it
2: hurts, man. And and the biggest problem that they had last year, and the reason they broke up with the team, is because they really didn't have any pitching.
0: Yeah, that's part of it. I too. mean, Kyle
2: Hendricks was the only pitcher they had on that team, was actually good. They the traded bullpen, Hugh Darvish. The bullpen
0: was struggling for many years.
2: And honestly, I was I wasn't a fan of paying Chris Bryant this huge contract because Chris Bryant, I mean, the last couple of years has really not has really regressed from his first two years in the league and uh, just like never been available. Like he was always just he wasn't that good, you know. But and I would then, have
0: knowing that there is no salary cap in baseball and we're a big market team.
2: I don't think Chris Bryan is the guy, though. But
0: I'm saying, and as Chicago, like, summer, like, a lot of times, like, we talk about, like, basketball and football, like, players don't really want to come here because it's so cold in Chicago. But, like, in baseball, they play in the summer. So Chicago is, like, a very appealing destination. And you're a big market team. And knowing that this team has already won, but you kind of, like, need to get those, like, the Dexter Fowlers and the Ben Zobris, you need to get those guys to kind of round out the lineup. I feel like I would have liked to see them kind of do that. But at the end of the day, like, they weren't going to go out and pay every single one of those guys. But again, like I would have wanted to see like at least one of them come back and um just kind of run it back with the team.
2: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. The only person that really hurt me when they traded was Rizzo. But I actually yeah, I I mean, like I like Rizzo should have deep. retired a cub. He should have been a cub for Yeah, them. that's 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 the one thing that hurt me. Javi Baez has is And he very, barely got paid either. Yeah, Javi Baez chases too many pitches and when he's called at the plate, he's called at the plate. But I'm actually liking the, this trajectory of the team. There's a lot of young players. They have a lot of promise. Say Suzuki's here for five years. He's only 27 years old. Uh, looks like a monster. Three home runs, 10 RBIs already. Has walked, I think, five, six times already, and they've only played seven. He played six games. Um, so, I mean, they came up, and he's he's the first player to do what he's doing so far. Mm-hmm. So it's a big promise. Um, you got on-base guys with Nico Horner and Nick Magical, who haven't gotten going yet. Uh, you got Jason Hayward's deal getting ready to get out of the get out. Um <laughs> uh, you got Kyle Hendricks, you got Marcus Stroman, Justin Steele has been looking really good. So, there's a lot of pieces on this team that I like. You still got Wilson Contreras too, who if you don't if you want to trade and get some young prospects for, I mean, go ahead and go and do it. This team's not going to compete this year. But I do think this team will at least be competitive in the fact that they will end around at least a 500 season.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I probably see them ending around 500 too. Um, and like you mentioned, there are some young pieces. That the future does look bright. But, again, are they ready to compete right now? No, they're not.
1: All right. That's it. Let's talk about a real baseball team in Chicago. Let's go down to the south side, a team who actually has a chance at winning the World Series this year.
0: I mean, I'm happy. Our guys did get us a World Series. Ben Zobris, uh, Ballou, it's the South Side's It's the South Side's turn. Javi. Those guys got us a ring, yeah. so I can't complain. White and, Sox, and I'm forever grateful that they brought a Chicago. Bench White Sox, Chicago you know
1: they have the third best odds right now to win the World Series. I'm very proud of them. And despite the, so what was the, what was the White Sox number one problem last year? It was, was injuries, and right now they're plagued with injuries once again this year. And another problem with the White Sox last year is they really couldn't show up against those first place teams. And today, you know, we beat the Tampa Bay Rays who were the champions last year of their division despite losing the ALDS. Today we won 3-2. But what I'm shocked right now, despite the injuries, after one week of baseball, the White Sox are 5-2. Listen to this. Right now, Yamankata is out. He, you know he's out indefinitely. We'll see when he comes back. Tim Anderson was off the first two games. Josh Harrison, that second baseman that we got from the Oakland Athletics. You know, Nicky Two Strikes, Nick Madrigal. We're gonna miss you, man. We wish we never traded you to the Cubs for virtually nothing. And then um, another person is AJ Pollock. He won three for four that first game. You know he scored us some runs, and he goes out and he's on the ten day IL. Uh, Lucas Giolito, he has abdominal t- uh, soreness in his first start, and now he's going to be on the 10-day IL. Lance Lynn gets uh, injured in spring training, and he's not coming back till June. It's just injuries on top of injuries. But the White Sox are still 5-2, and, and it amazes me that grit they have and how they can play through all this adversity.
0: So, How do you feel about their manager?
1: Tony La Russa, you know, I was a little skeptical about it. He's an old guy. You know, people are saying they wanted a young guy. But he has a lot of experience. And Reinsdorf says one of his biggest regrets was firing Tony La Russa back then. And so far... The Jerry White-
0: Reinsdorf is letting Emotion uh, pick out his coaches I mean, and okay. general managers again.
1: All right. So two years. We've been to the playoffs for the past two years. Um, first year, he wasn't there. But last year, we were the AL Central champions. And then this year, we're the favorites to be the AL Central champions. And hopefully, we're going to win the World Series. That's, you know...
0: Another thing is... So you have him winning the World Series?
1: Well...
2: Yeah, I, baseball is about is the it, team that gets hot at the right I was about time. That's about to say it's not always the best team. It's, I could. I, I, Atlanta was not the best team. They like have so. a
1: shot. Um, I'm high on them. I would not be surprised if they won the World Series, and if I had to bet money, I would bet on them. But it's like what Back to Jobber said: no one had the Atlanta Braves win the World Series last year. But it's about with who Ronald gets Ronald out too. Yeah, it's, it's about who gets hot at the right time. The so,
0: Nationals won without Bryce Harper. So
1: when we when we come back, we get healthy, and then the everything you know hits, and we get hot at the right time with a little bit of luck. Because there's always gonna be a little bit of luck involved. Yes, I believe that we can win the World Series. And last time I predicted the last time I predicted the White Sox would win the World Series was when. In 2005. I thought it was last year. <laughs> I said they had a chance. <laughs> All right. But, the, but last before that, last time I predicted that was 2005 when we got Jermaine I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure
0: in 2020 you said we were going to have Cubs-White Sox in the World Series again.
1: So that, that was in 2016 when we announced the rebuild. I said the White Sox will be ready by 2020 to win a World Series. And they had that. It was the COVID year. They went to the playoffs. You know, it didn't work out. But there was. They also had a problem with the starting lineup, the starting pitching. That really is what concerned me. Was the starting pitching? We lost Carlos Rodon, and then we go out. We get uh, Graveman. He's he's out of the bullpen. We got Vince Vasquez. But hopefully, you know what they're banking on is that Dylan Cease comes out and lives up to his potential. When we brought him, we thought he had the highest potential in the past. He's had a great start to this year, and he's always had the right stuff. But now. He's starting to get his command. Dylan Sees with his stuff and his command. I think he could contend with a for a Cy Young. If he arrives, whoa. And Lance Lynn last year, he was contending for a Cy Young. And if he can reproduce that year, and then Lucas Giolito, we've seen his potential. He was He got big. Yeah, and he he woke up. He woke up, and he was an all-star two years ago. He kind of had an off year last year, but if he comes back to that Lucas Giolito potential and Michael Kopech, he came out big in the bullpen last year. He can throw that ball hard, and if he can take that next step in his career, if he can take that next step in his career and become a starting pitcher, I think we have the the, um, I think we have the starting pitching set. Rodon, it was big. He he took that next step in his career, and he came out huge. But if the starting pitching is right, we have one of the best lineups, positional players in the MLB. If that pitching is right and that bullpen is all in sync, nobody's beating us. Assuming that we get healthy and then you know everything is in sync and we're on point and we have a little
0: bit of luck involved. Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing a lot of ifs. You basically put an if before before every single player's name. But but there's always going to be ifs. But, like obviously in baseball, it does, I can't it all has to click at the right time. Just,
1: I'm not you know the injury gods. Sometimes when injury gods hit, they hit. People get injured. But listen, I'm not like
0: you in the fact where. I, I like the White Sox and I don't like the Cubs. I mean, if it's not the Cubs winning at all, by all means, I hope the White Sox do it because again, at the end of the day, they're up right in Chicago. Every team so, in baseball has an
1: if. It's just how it is. I, no, I understand. Pitchers
0: go down, the bullpen gets hurt. Right, like how could I? How could I predict all these injuries? No, I understand. I mean, they had a chance last year, and if they're healthy, there's no ifs. They're gonna do it. No, I like it, and I mean, they they definitely 100 percent have a chance. They have the roster to do it. And um, if it's not the Chicago Cubs, by all means, I, I hope it's the White Sox.
2: Look, like I said before, it's not about in baseball, oh, you got the best team, you're going to win it all. Because if that was the case, then the Dodgers would win it every practically year. every year. It's always the team that gets hot at the right time. And you saying it's surprising that the Sox starting 5-2, and two, I'm not surprised. Why? Because they have a deep team. It's surprising because of the injuries, Jabra. I yes, know when yes. they're healthy, they're
1: the, one of the best teams in baseball.
2: No, and I agree with you, but I'm saying they're still a deep team and they still have a lot of those players playing right now. So it doesn't surprise me. And I'm happy that the Cubs got back uh, the the Sox for the Quintana trade. You know, we got Madrigal. So, you know, yeah. it evens out a little bit. But, <laughs> so we got Eloy Jimenez. Yeah, you got Eloy, but he hasn't been healthy either his whole career.
1: Yeah, but when
2: he's in. He's in. He's in. He's in. But at the end of the day, the Sox definitely have a great chance to win it all this year. You just need everything to go right when it comes to playoff time. Because when everything's right playoff time and you get hot and you're that team, that's your, that's your all-in to win it all. Because you never know which team has it all together for those couple weeks, and they just get it going. That's why we saw the Nationals and the Braves win. So it definitely be interesting to watch. Baseball is the biggest, uh, biggest wild card when it comes to who wins the championship. But that's all the time we have for this week. Uh, for your host, I'm Jabra Tahir. I'm Bars. I'm Bilal Darwish. Peace out.